Welcome, friends, to the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour with your hosts, Sig Bisley and Colt Mauser. Before we get started, please be sure to like this video and subscribe for more content just like this. Now, let the animation appreciation commence. Do we have a treat in store for you today? We're going to take a little vacation today. You're the king of oversell. No, we have a treat. It's it's a legitimate treat. Uh, sure. I'm just saying. We're going to take a little trip to Jesus Town. We are going to go to Jesus Town. The man is and, not wrong. And we're going to perform a little mechanical violation. It, it, yes. Um, no, this is happen? not a show about hentai. It does sound like a porno, right? It, it does. Mechanical violator. You. It may have the same effect on you that porn does, but... Uh, it's gonna make you for different feel, reasons. It's gonna make you feel real happy. I mean, probably. All right. Before unless, we get into all, unless that, you're some kind of psychopath, let's talk about the news. Yeah, let's just do the news first. The news. That's what we always. That's do. That's what we do. Let's get into um, it. Not as much this week. So uh, slow news week. Yeah, not much going on. Um, that's all right. It's all right. Uh, no news is good news. Uh, when you <laughs> no, hear this first bit of news, you're going to agree. <laughs> no live action fucking remakes this week. Oh, we're going to be talking a little bit about that. So uh, thank God. Yeah. The first thing is they've uh, apparently Titan Comics, whoever the hell that is, never heard of them. Is doing a maybe I should have, but I haven't. A comic book adaptation of Cowboy Bebop, the live action Cowboy <laughs> Bebop. Man, it's literally the gift that keeps on giving. And the first cover <laughs> stop. looks. Terrible. Sure it's it like does. old man Spike and <laughs> Super Karen, freaking <laughs> Faye. My mom Faye. <laughs> it's just the artist is excellent. He's captured very well. What a complete fucking shit show. Somebody needs to like be. make a meme of her pushing a grocery cart because <laughs> that's how I picture. Her. It's just it's not going to be good. No, it's just not going to be good. There's no need for this to exist. For the love of God, couldn't you have just done a manga? Oh my god! The more they talk about, I'm looking at all the covers they've posted, and they just each one makes me want to vomit more than the last. I know. Just ignore it; it'll go away on its own. No, it's it's total garbage. I don't care. Regardless, two terrible things have come together, sir. (laughs) American comic books, a modern American comic (laughs) books. And Netflix adaptations. Oh my god! Boom! It's like a tsunami of doom. It's a, it's, it's a, I don't know. It's like woke cubed. Like, a, I don't even know. It's a mystery machine. Is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be fucking terrible. Yep. Anyway, hundred percent. I advise you if you actually go and Google these covers, just don't, don't do it on a full stomach. It's, it, they're bad. It's terrible. Anyway, give me some better news. Uh, no. How about I give you more news <laughs> about live-action Cowboy Bebop? <laughs> That's what I deserve. <laughs> oh, oh, it's not going to be a full remake. It's going to have original stories. I already knew that. Gee, I, yeah. I wonder how woke those stories might get. Oh, yeah. No, they keep... Um, every week they release a little bit more, and it gets one, more horrible. How the fuck are you going to adapt a 26-episode anime into a 10-episode, you know, Netflix thing? Even if you made it an hour, an episode, it's just not gonna work no they don't care um, they're just it's, it's just also garbage. garbage also you know when you cut out an entire character because i still ain't seen ed or anything that resembles ed which makes no sense because that's the exact character you that. think you would have like if anyone is like they don't know how to deal with a tomboy or whatever the fucking yeah except shit. ed is very clear about being a girl yes 
and Tom, remember tomboys remember how everybody loved that tomboy back in there's the day? no such thing as tomboy sir. shut up everybody's trained it's now. real i've seen no it tomboys. it's like ghosts i swear to god it, it is exists. like ghosts now yeah not real <laughs> tomboys are not a, a real thing anymore Hilarious. they're not allowed um so yeah you know i can't wait to see all these great original stories they're gonna come up with you know considering uh Shinichiro Watanabe has been involved in this series. Not at all. He sounded sad about it, too. He's like, I gave him notes, but they're probably not going to listen to him. You know what? At this point, I want to go rewatch Samurai Shampoo because as much as I didn't love it at the time, and I know that's not that's kind of a hot take because a lot of people love it, I bet you now I'll be like, this is a fucking masterpiece. It was like weird. It was like a letdown after Cowboy Bebop. Which was, it's hard to follow. And it didn't really have an ending. It just, it didn't even have a story. It just kind of existed. Play some baseball, man. Don't worry about it. Yeah, um, like nothing really happened. I, I don't know. I'm not big on those nothing really happened yeah, stories. Yeah. Although I do love Space Dandy, so I can't really. You know, yeah, but Space much. Dandy had like a tight story at the end. Mm. Like, it was legit. Yeah, as much as it was not a tight story. We'll talk about Space Dandy at some point because it's very it good. It tied it up tight at the end. That's it's very good, saying. yeah. Anyway, look forward to all these great original stories Netflix writers are going to tell you in co- the Cowboy Bebop universe. They're just going to be fucking great. I can imagine. Don't worry about it. They'll handle them just fantastic. Just as good as awesome. they're going to handle One Piece? Handled. That is a trash fire. The Cowboy Bebop one I won't touch with one a 60,000 foot pole. I'm sorry. But I at least want to see an episode of the One Piece one because one I want is, to see what the fuck they're One Piece do. is truly unadaptable. I don't know it why you would even try. I, I don't get it. It works in animated form. Great. It works in manga form. Great. You could write a book about it. That would work too. You cannot do live action One Piece and have it make any I feel like it's sense. just going to be Kamala versus Orange Man on boats. If you did it, you'd have to do it <laughs> super artsy style and not have people have half of their powers. You'd have to almost turn it into a regular pirate thing with just you'd have to change it up entirely is my point. You'd have to go like Escaflone movie versus Escaflone series on it and probably yeah. even a little harder. And if you don't know what the hell I'm talking about, go watch Escaflone. All and then watch the movie. Yeah. Watch specifically. Oh, it's like every anime movie where that like first two minutes is like it's fucking a blood dumpster. Amazing. Like yeah, where it just like drops out of the sky and blades everybody. It is not the same character at all. That he was oh yeah, and then the princess is like weird and slutty for some reason. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? Um. Anyway, back okay. to the news. Now I don't have terrible news. Thank God. I have kind of interesting news. Um. So apparently we're gonna get some sort of entry in the Black Rock Shooter franchise. You remember that shit? Yeah, I do. From back in the day. Wow. Yeah. I do. Yeah, the visual God, here looks real like fucking I cool. I barely do. That's crazy. It looks like a, a bike that's trying to be the the Nolan Batmobile. I mean, huh. but it's cool. It looks it looks cool. Wow, you just brought back memories. I haven't heard about that shit. Neither like, have I, ever. but apparently we're getting something new. So this is what I love about Japan, man. They will revive shit 10, 20, 30 years later. And not like American style. Like, let's just remake the same thing again for no reason. No, it'll no, be it like picks up where it left something off. new or it's something new or it's. It really is great because nothing is ever 100% dead, and I love that. Yeah. Well, it's just like, how long did it take them to poop out Full Metal Panic and it's not even done? Yeah, what was it, how like many fucking times? 10, 15 yeah. years between, like, How many times know? have we seen different iterations of Mazinger Z? And they're all oh, pretty yeah, good. They like never stop. Use the same ideas, but make it happen. Like, ah, so much better. So much better. So much better. Anyway, look forward to that. There's not a lot of details out yet, but... Uh, Hey man, I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna go rewatch the old ones again because yeah, I was just thinking that like I don't barely even remember them at all. Yeah, so. 
I'm into that. I like it. See, now I'm excited to go back and watch some old stuff go. in anticipation for some new stuff. All right. So now to be slightly sad and maybe slightly happy. Um, well, I don't know how so to So unfortunately, feel. you can't use this as intended, but I'm sure you could find a use. So uh, <laughs> I'm sure I could. So would you like to be uh, stylish? Would you like to be as stylish as they are in Jujutsu Kaisen? Yeah, I would. Because boy, do I have the hairspray for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Sir, it has the strongest hair-holding power, I-, I would hope you know. It is the most powerful. So, in the land of Japan where, you know, everything is merchandise straight to hell, which is the way you're supposed to do it. God damn it. Um, Capitalism. We got some Jujutsu Kaisen uh, hairspray. So, <laughs> Unfortunately, like yourself, I'm completely fucking bald. So. Enjoy. Hey, you know, it happens. I could use on my giant beard. This is, this, this, is, this is my point. You could use it. You could use it off-label, so, you know. No, uh, you can't sue if something terrible happens, but, uh, well, I can use it to like comb my mustache to the side so I don't get beard. When you, when you hairspray your face and then you forget and light like a cigar and your whole beard goes up, it's not their fault. I've lit my beard on fire so many times. I think with hairspray, it would finish me off though. Yeah. So maybe, maybe don't do that. Maybe don't, you know, import some of this. I'll buy it for a friend with hair. Regardless, just a wacky product news. <laughs> that that was I thought that was uh, good. It's like Hello Kitty style, where it's just like Hello Kitty everything. In my roaming of the you know two anime news sites that exist <laughs> that are worth the damn. It's true. Um, someday I'll learn Moon Runes, and then you know I'll get the news straight from the source. I know some of them, but not enough to read. Yeah, same. Uh, all right. So, Life Size Gundam, the moving one, very cool. Apparently, um. You know, it's it's moving off of some wind power, so um, <laughs> it's kind of cool, I guess. Got wind power, wind powered Gundam. <laughs> okay. I mean, they should put giant sails on it. I think that would be a I'm lot just cooler. Say, it's like a, some G Gundam. Shit. I mean, <laughs> I think they're missing an opportunity here. I mean, I really think it should be a nuclear powered death machine, like it is. Yeah, and that would be even better. But you know, they're just people. And we have the nuclear reactors that we can make small enough to do it now. But yeah, regulations. they have. There's especially a comp- in Japan, they're a little skittish about nuclear power for some reason. I don't can't remember quite exactly why they're really not they have more nukes than like any country ever because they, they do but they were all built before that happened so that's true there's a company in texas that makes nuclear react like uh fusion reactors right that's what we got now fusion reactors or do we have fission for god's sakes tell me if i'm right or not nuclear fission we have what fission. do we have now it's fission, fission right okay yeah because it's like Slamming them together, not breaking them apart, correct? No, it's breaking them apart. We have fission. They're working on fusion. That's okay. fusing them together. Got it. Oh, yeah, fusion. I'm so dumb. Come on, man. Get it I'm together. sadly dumb. Anyway, We're there's a company in Texas that makes tiny reactors like the size of a fucking... Hot tub. I th- yeah, like, or I think that might be down to a refrigerator now, because the hot tubs ones were like 10 years ago. Regardless, but I anyway, will fit in a Gundam. That will fit in the ass of a Gundam, the end. So we're like, we're there. They're even as dangerous as you would think it'd be on the backpack, but in the original Gundam, it's like on the sides next to you because it's in the core fighter. Just don't question it. Yeah, (laughs) it doesn't seem like the place you'd want to put nuclear reactor. The whole core right next to the pilot. The whole core fighter thing's dumb anyway. Core core fighter thing is fucking awesome, and you shut your mouth. Core fighter's stupid. Go to hell. (sighs) We'll settle this later, ladies and gentlemen. It's legendary battle of core fighter versus not core fighter. Core fighter is the best. Turning into a stupid, ugly plane. Like, another series we're going to talk about today is not as cool. I suppose. All right. So, uh, in other news. Um, well, it's more news. China's acting like China. 
<laughs> That's what they do. Uh, so they're hoarding all the chips so I can't buy anything. No, in this case, they're uh, banning all the boys love games, which they are cracking down on on manliness in a big way. Yeah, they they're just that's what they're doing. So. I respect that a little, but at the same time, you I have mean, to have name your a more iconic combo than China and banning things. That's true. I mean, it'll probably strive and affect itself and become more popular. They don't really understand how this stuff really works, but you know, what are you gonna mm. do. I don't want to speak too soon, but I think China's very fucked. Yeah, well, a lot of shit we'll, unraveling there. We'll, we'll keep we'll keep the politics out of this. Um, no, but my stonks, out of this podcast, my but, stonks. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> there's some things going on at the time of recording that uh, very interesting. Uh, anyway, oh yeah, and uh, by the way, they've warned that companies that comply will be severely punished. Like, yeah, when China says that, I actually believe them. <laughs> And get, I believe severe punishment is a real thing. Are they going to get a stern paddling? Um, if by stern paddling you mean, you <laughs> know, loaded up on train cars and sent to like concentration camps, I'm pretty sure that's what I meant. I mean, if by that you mean <laughs> accidentally shoot themselves twice in the back of the head, you might be right. <laughs> no, man, there's too many of them. They got to put them in train cars, yeah. re-educate them. And bullets are expensive. All right, last bit of news in what may be one of the dumber lawsuits i've ever seen whoa that's saying something it's pretty dumb um two good smile employees are suing the company ex-employees are suing the company because they claim that the illicit the merchandise they sell is illicit because it's of naked underage people grant you none of these people are real so what age they say they are in an anime i mean i declare that that figure we're, is not, we're not gonna get into that discussion year old woman yeah i mean that has look, progeria i get the arguments on both sides of that i'm not taking a side on that one i kind of don't care but I suing think- for that because <laughs> allegedly that created a hostile work environment even though they're doing it in california i don't even think that's just gonna fly in california because it's really dumb yeah it's weird it doesn't make any sense i think imaginary things should stay imaginary yeah um and it's just it's dumb. Like, butthurt former employees are mad that company they work for sells the thing that they've been selling for like twenty plus years. It's kind of their fucking game. I mean, why'd you even take the job there? I know. Like, you know what? Good. This seems like um, post hoc. Like, oh, ex post facto, whatever. Like, after the fact, I got fired. So now this is my way to like get back at the company. I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems very frivolous. It happens to kind me. of all the time. Um, I doubt I'll ever see a follow-up on this, but I'd be very curious to see what the hell happens. Because um, um, I'm assuming they're going to get tossed out on their ass. If it's a slow news week, you'll hear about it. Yeah, it's it's a really stupid lawsuit. <laughs> Listen, I may not be a practicing lawyer, but I did go to school for that, and this is a fucking stupid lawsuit. <laughs> Boom. It has no real basis, in fact. Nah. But, or no basis in law, I should say. Anyway. There's, like, tons of frivolous suits going around right now. Yeah, well, there always things. are. There and always they, and are. they always get tossed. This so one's just very silly. Anyway, that's all I got for the news today, so uh, I think we can move on. We're going to move on to get into Gundam number three. Oh, yes. We're still talking about Gundam. And now we're getting into the good shit. Hey. Hey, I would argue we've already talked about a lot of good shit. No, it's all good shit, but we're getting into like the the good. Sh- the good well, one thing we're going to talk about today isn't the good shit, but the, we'll we'll get there. Um, I was specifically talking about W O eighty three and Zeta. Yes, isn't that where we're at? I'm also talking about Zeta, but the other thing from Zeta. Um, a uh, shit ass movie. Yeah, well, Fair movie enough. trilogy. So, W eighty three. 
So let's talk about Double A Three. So last time we, so we've <laughs> talked about two episodes ago. We talked about original Gundam and origin in the movies, um, the movie trilogy that sums it up. Last time we talked about all the various OVAs, Oweth MS Team and and Double O Eighty and and Thunderbolt and all the stuff that exists around original Gundam. You. Yeah. This time we're gonna leap forward. We're gonna talk about Double Eighty Three. We're going to talk about Zeta, talk about the Zeta movies. We might talk about Double Zeta. We might save Double Zeta. We'll see where we get. I don't know if we'll have enough time. Yeah, exactly. But we so might. We'll see where we get. <coughs> There's always next So anyway, week. 0083, it, it gap bridges. So original series, 0079, right? So th- this is all timeline. Ends in 0080, right? That's, it ends in the year 80, quote unquote, right? Correct. Universal Century. 0083 is... You guessed it in the year eighty three of the Universal Century. Yeah, it's very self explanatory. Um, and it's got new mobile suits, pretty cool designs, new Gundams, right? That were made minty green gins after the war. Um, it starts get it starts to get into that really dank like Anaheim Electronics, which is the main company that that made um that makes Gundams now. How like you know they become a big thing later on. So this is like the origins of Anaheim Electronics and how like. They're basically always supplying weapons to everybody. Yeah, they play bo- they play both sides of every conflict and make a shit ton of money like every good corporation. Yes, does. exactly. Um you get like the the remnants of Zeon here, you start to see the shadow of that. Yeah. Um, you know, the shadow of Axis, which is the kind of Zeon in exile from the original series, the ones yeah. that have decided to flee because they're a little more militant than the ones that decide to stay um in the Earth sphere. So these, you know, they they basically took were given a whole a whole asteroid and fucked off back towards the asteroid belt, um, because the Earth had pulled in a bunch of asteroids to mine, anyway, to make colonies. Because obviously, it's a lot easier to mine from space to build colonies than it would be to shoot stuff up the gravity well from Earth into space. Because raw material is a lot harder to. Get. Well, and there's probably just not enough shit on Earth. Like colonies are huge. You know what I well, mean? I mean, we have we have it enough, but I mean, God, could you imagine all the rocket fuel you would need to get that shit up there? Yeah, yeah. and you'd have like. And I this is know. before you know they don't have space elevators yet or anything, and at this time in Gundam, so none of that. That is true. Anyway, Double Eighty Three is about a. Um, uh, test pilot. That's what I'm looking for. I'm Always about a test pilot, baby. A lot of times about t- so this is an actual test pilot. So instead of just being some kid, this you know he's he's a little older. He's in his early 20s or maybe 19. But I think he's in early 20s. Um, named Co Rocky. Um, and he by happenstance, so he's not even supposed to be the test pilot of Gundam, but the actual test pilot gets killed on a Xeon attack on the base when they they go in to steal one of the Gundams. So there's two test Gundams. There's the GPO one, GPO two. One of them gets stolen, and you know the the main test pilot gets killed. A bunch of people get killed, and then there's a new white base style ship, which is like the ship in the original series, the Albion, and they go after it. So they go pursue Ana Velgado, which is the, are the nightmare pat- of Solomon. Are you seeing a pattern here? Yes, with like Xeon trying to steal, yeah, mobile suits. Similar to Double Eighty in that regard, except this picks up right away with them pursuing the Zeon, right? Yes. Because these are the remnants of Zeon at this point, not the whole... It, a war isn't going on right now, right? It's peacetime. Um, this so is just shenanigans. Remnants of Zeon are, are now stirring up trouble. So they go after him, um, follow him on Earth. He escapes into space. They follow him into space. And the, the gun of Mistol is armed with a nuclear warhead. Yeah, that's like the big the big rub. The big thing. They're They're just terrified of what the hell is he going to do with that nuke? I mean, it's only one nuke, and in the world of Gundam, one nuke 
You can only do so much with one noob. <laughs> in the land of Gundam, where you could drop an entire colony yeah. on the planet, <laughs> where one half the world isn't that big a deal, but it's forty still billion noob. people got killed. You know, in the two week or one week war. You know, three years, four years before. Exactly. Um, you would think this isn't anything, but they're they're terrified of what the hell he's going to do with that nuke. He'd do anything. Um, so anyway, you get to see a good arc with Ko getting better at his job. Yeah. Getting better at, um, well, he's got terrible taste in women because the main love interest, Nina, is just... Nina, purple nurple. Uh, she's purple pain, Purpleton. She's just a... Uh, not my favorite. Um, she's a business. Gundam love interest, and there's a there's a lot of bad Gundam love interest, but she's a she's, pretty bad one. She's not best girl, by no, me. she is not even close to best girl. I mean, she's not the devil or anything, but uh, what's her face? Her her friend, the the mechanic, the oh, big yeah, the, Amazon woman is way cooler than <laughs> the she giant is. Amazon mechanic, way cooler than she is. Um, so uh, yeah, who, who's close homie there that ends up with her? I Keith Keith yeah Keith yeah based Keith. Um, so you get to see some really cool mobile suit designs. Um, I have some good ones. And it's, you know, it's that in-between original series and Zeta designs. And this, you know, this show came out after Zeta was out. But you get to see that, you know, the transition. You also get to see, like, a little bit politically in the background, kind of like the side story. You get to see why what happens in Zeta happens. So, spoiler yes. alert for what we're going to talk about Zeta. Zeta flips. Right, so in the original series, the Earth Federation are the good guys, even though they're not the best. They're the good guys. Yeah, Zeta are the bad guys. They're the protagonist. It flips a bit in Zeta, where the Earth Federation—they're kind of off to the side, but a, a portion of them are the Titans, and they're—they're they're the bad guys. They're like hardcore. And then there's this—it's the anti-Earth Union group, the AU. They're not Zeon, but they're like—but the, they're against Titans, basically. Yeah, they're basically. Um, uh, what the fuck is that? Like, uh, not mercenaries, but um, like rebels almost. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, kind of. They have more of a ragtag approach. It's not like giant fleets versus giant fleets anymore. And you start to see this in Gundam. And one of the good things I love is the consistency is you really start to see like the effect of all these wars going on and all these battles. And like they get smaller and smaller and yeah, it smaller. Is funny. Like that's the one thing that's consistent in the UC like universe. Like. Everything gets smaller and smaller and smaller, like the farther in the timeline you get, because they just keep grinding through fucking yeah, people. Yeah, because you keep having running into wars and you keep losing personnel and, and losing yeah. personnel is just like less money to develop stuff. All that and stuff. economies get smaller. Every it's, and like less mobiles. Everything. Well, actually, more mobile suits than ever because Bandai's got to sell toys <laughs> and they all much. look cool as shit. Nothing is more egregious. We probably won't talk about Double Zeta this week, but I don't think anything's more egregious than Double Zeta. There's like fucking mobile suits every other Everywhere. week it's freaking ridiculous um but anyway double eighty three it's good 13 episodes really good animation made about the same time as double eighty and 08 the mess team yeah definitely. um that's a little earlier than 08 the mess team but fantastic animation good you know pretty tight story um it's not it's some people's favorites like story-wise you know some of the characters great a little bit at least nina's a little grating and he's supposed to be annoying though she is and co can be annoying at times too because he's He's a little overly whiny at times early. He becomes awesome later. Like, he's yeah. just, it's he's just, just an annoying child. At it does beginning. have some cool shit. Like the uh, the GPO-3 dendrobium is freaking awesome. It is fucking just a amazing. giant refrigerator of missiles and, <laughs> yes, and guns. So um, funny. That thing's awesome. Like, And you get to see some origin stuff. So, you know, this is like the thing we talked about a couple weeks ago where, you know, do you watch it in 
you know, year order or in like original airing order, I think you're better served by watching it when the shows came out. Because Probably. You, though this is a good place to start, this is an excellent series to start with if you just want to start cold. I do think that it um, it's better enjoyed if you've seen the original series and you've seen Zeta. Like when I first saw it, I hadn't seen Zeta. And once I saw Zeta and then watched this again, I was like, oh, I that's where the Titans. This come makes from. a lot of sense, right? Like, oh, and that guy. And oh, Bascom who shows up in this like, mm-hmm. oh, that motherfucker. I hate that guy. Yeah, it does. He's one of the main guys sense. in Zeta, but he shows up here at the end as a Fetty pilot. Uh, not pilot, but the captain. Yep. Uh, ship captain. Um, so, yeah, uh, a good show. Uh, highly recommended. One of my faves, actually. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right, so after that, we get to that rolls right Zeta into Zeta Gundam, which is probably the pinnacle of UC Gundam until you get to the brand new stuff, which is really good so far. Like Unicorn and Hathaway and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. Um, I really, yeah, I really like Zeta. Is it's also the pinnacle of autism. It is the <laughs> pinnacle of the most autistic. Camille is the most autistic in an un, Gundam in a, pilot in ever. a completely unironic kind of way, like not. Oh no, he's like straight autistic. He, he is, yeah. the The boy is on the spectrum for sure. Um, he is. He's an interesting main character. He's not Amuro. You know, Amuro's not. It was a little more immature, a little younger in some ways, but also a little more mature in other ways, right? Yeah. But a little more of a whiny brat, whereas Camille, he's got a little bit of that, but Camille's he's got a, more reason to be. He's a fucking savage. <laughs> well, I mean, they do kill his parents in like episode three or four or whatever. Yes. Like, you know, it's freaking awful. It also has one of the, um, uh, what, what can I say? One of the most chumped chumps. I was just going to say, you, got, you have to be talking about Jared. Jared, oh yeah. Um, the man who gets every girlfriend he ever had killed by Camille, the main pi- the main character. <laughs> Basically, he makes fun of Camille's name, and it seals his fate forever. Forever. <laughs> like, he is permanently cursed the second he makes fun of Camille's name in that first episode. Because Camille, it like, is over. throughout the series, Camille manages to kill every single one of his love interests. <laughs> Pretty much. So, minor spoiler alert. If somebody's like... With Jared, yeah, don't expect him to last very long. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, expect Jared to last a long time, though. That motherfucker don't go away. No. Um, he's got lasting power. Zeta Gundam is, like I said before, you get to see the rot in the Federation, how they've become complacent after the one-year war, how there's a radical element in them now called the Titans that are the main bad guys, and how even they mistreat people. Like, they show Bright, the captain from the first series, the eternal captain, as you will find out, because he's in every fucking show. Damn right. <laughs> um, the, the captain of the original White Base, and he's going to be the captain of the Argama in this series, um, which is the main battleship they have. Um, he gets mistreated. You know, he's like a shuttle pilot. He's not. He's a nobody. He's, he should be one of the biggest heroes of the one-year war, and he's treated like a nobody. Pretty much. Right? So he says, fuck all y'all. You're the worst. I'm going to go join up with the AUG. <laughs> yep. Right? So the AUG starts picking people up, and now the AUG starts with um, Quattro Bagina. <laughs> Totally not Char. Nope. Not a spoiler at all because it is so fucking obvious from the first it, episode. It's Char wearing a shirtless, like, a sleeveless, uh, no, a sleeveless shirt yeah. and sunglasses. He's got some guns now. Yeah, he's and got sunglasses. Guns. He's still got the scar on his face from fighting Amro at the end of the original series. He's got the sunglasses. He's got the same hair. He's got the same voice actor. It's, fucking no one questions it so forever, obvious. too. It's so funny. He gets the stink eye immediately from fucking Bright when he's just like, 
wait a minute. Yeah, it's like Bright, Amaro. Like they all. Oh, like Amaro, the, the second he meets. So Amaro does show up later in the show. <laughs> the second he meets Amaro, I was like, Char, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, right. Not you. But everybody else is like, what? Yeah, who I is this guy? It. And Camille obviously would know who he is right away. Um, but anyway, it starts off with Char. So they're, you know, the whole thing is they're, the Titans are creating new Gundams, right? And, you know, this is before all the OVAs, so there's not as much like, oh, there's eight trillion Gundams in between the original series yeah, and now. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's really like, oh, there's new Gundams. That's crazy. Um, and they have these three test units, and they're like a, they call them black Gundams. They're like a dark blue. They're really cool looking. Uh, the Mark II. Um, well, I say the Mark II because the two Titans ones get lost or blown up or whatever. I think mm-hmm. one becomes a parts one. It becomes the main mobile suit because it gets captured by, Camille captures one of them. You know, gives it to the Ayug. Um, all because they made fun of his name. All because they made fun of his name. He's literally some other guy who's like a, a Titans, like, commandant or something. Like, punched him or slapped him and, and mistreated him a little bit. And he's like, literally gets in the damn thing after Jared falls into a building with it because he's a dumbass. Gets into, Camille gets into the goddamn Gundam and is trying to stomp the guy out. He's literally, like, walking at him in a mobile suit trying to stomp him out. Camille's a psychopath. Camille is a little bit of a psychopath. <laughs> Which makes him a great main character. Uh, good thing he has Fa there, his childhood friend and eventual love interest, to help him. Yeah, right? Fa's like his moral compass. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, <laughs> let's just talk some highlights. This is a this is like a 40-something episode or maybe up to 50-episode show, so yeah, we can't like go a... through the whole plot. A lot of stuff happens. Eventually, the Xeon remnants show up for like the third act of the, the whole show, which is pretty cool. Yep. Freaking Haman Khan and uh, Haman Khan and Maneva Zabi who who escaped at the end of the original series. Um, so there was a Zabi left who were the villains of the original Gundam. Um, yeah, I mean the mobile suit designs. Oh my god, the mobile suit designs. Some of the best, man. Are so good. The, the Yakushiki may be the sexiest mobile suit ever designed. It's my favorite. It's my it's favorite so mobile good. suit. Ever. It's gold as fuck. It's Nagano. It's just awesome. If you don't know who Mamoru Nagano is, yeah, he did um, Five Star Stories, a bunch of other stuff. But he's mostly, mostly like a designer. And every single mech he designs is fucking gold. They're not <laughs> always gold, but he does, like, he does like a gold mech. percent of the time. Like if he has his druthers, if he can do whatever <laughs> yeah. he wants, they're fucking You're gold. not wrong. Um, and he does the Shiki, and it's fucking... Shiki mm, is so sexy. So nice. The Mark II is a good design. The Zeta is a cool design because it's very... Like, the Mark II is very Gundam. It looks like a Gundam, right? It just looks like an updated yeah. Gundam. Zeta's a fatty. The Zeta thick. is... Yeah. It's a thick boy. It's it's a different design. Well, you're used to seeing those damn bumpers in Double Zeta where it's the fattest fat boy. It's not that fat most of the time. In no, this. isn't that the... Um, no, that's doesn't the Zeta. Have, yeah, it's the Zeta, but doesn't it have, like, extra shit on it? No, it's just the Zeta that's carrying the high mega launcher. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. That okay. big blue gun it has. They just, the um, way they draw it in those bumpers is so chubby <laughs> they make it very wide i don't know why um and why the hell it's in every bumper for a double zeta i can't tell you because they barely it's double zeta <laughs> shouldn't the double zeta be in the bump whatever we won't get into that we'll it get a double zeta matter. some other time anyway series great mobile suit designs are awesome uh the villains are great paptimus Shiraco is an awesome villain oh my god he's like an evil cult leader oh evil cult leader totally such an asshole um you know, you get Jamai Khan. He's eh, he's like the political old man, Mr. Burns political guy who's an asshole. You got the Prudus. Is that Jamai Khan? Yeah. Um, 
Oh, no, that's Jamatov. Sorry, not Jamaica. Jamatov is what I'm thinking of. And yes, yes, yes. There's right. a lot of freaking characters. That's one thing. There are oh, a lot of characters. Of it can get tough at times. You get Chump Jared, who's a Titans pilot. You got the Prudus. You got Psycho Gundam. No Prudus. No Prudus. Oh, what's his face? That's Double Zeta. Sorry. You're thinking of Crazy Ass Rosamia. Rosamia. And uh, what's her face? I was uh, thinking she's a Prudu, but she. You get four and Rosamia. Okay, yeah. You're going forward in time to Unicorn where Sorry, they're all... What's-Her-Face in the Kshatriya is a Peru. Yes. All this shit in Gundam ties together, people. I know. It gets real complicated it sometimes. It turns to soup in my sad old brain. Don't you, The thing is, don't worry about it. You just watch it and enjoy it. And you know what? You can look stuff up later. You can tie the stuff together later. You'll probably watch it more than once if you really enjoy it. And then that's how you enjoy it more because now you're tying more things together. But, you know, it goes back and forth from Earth to space. Amuro shows up at some point. Um, freaking Kai shows up. One of the other pilots yeah, in the original like series. A, he's a reporter. He's like a. Um, is, he, <laughs> is he wearing like a ridiculous? He's a ridiculous like, like not Indiana Jones, more romancing the stone outfit. <laughs> yes, it is a romancing the stone outfit, right? If you don't um, know what romancing the stone is, look it up. Oh God, crazy. But yeah, it's um, it's a great show. I like it. You know, a lot of people don't like it. Oh, and hold on, one more thing. Who one the fuck more doesn't guy. Like Zeta, it's you like know, the pinnacle of Gundam. A lot of people don't like it because it is a little dark. It's really dark. Yeah, There's not a lot of levity. Fucking Gundam is dark. Um, yeah, fair. But it, the original self felt like it had a little more hope. Zeta is like, especially the ending too. Jesus Christ. Dank. I mean, they don't go killing everybody, but they kill a lot of people and it gets... Tamino was off his meds. Um, That's classic Tamino, man. And, uh, oh, what's his name? Uh, Yazan. How <laughs> can I forget my boy Yazan? The greatest fucking character. Yazan's one of the greatest trolls. In all of Gundam. Perhaps the greatest non-new type pilot in all of Gundam. Yeah, man. That man is impossible to kill. Firelamp pilot and unicorn. Gotta be Yazan, right? It's gotta be. Gotta be Yazan. That's my theory. We'll get to that when we get to Unicorn. Damn um, right. Anyway, great show. Check it out. It's long. There is a movie trilogy. Don't speak its name. Unfortunately, it's... It's worth a watch once if you really like Gundam. It's if you watch the series, don't bother. It's like ugh. yeah. I, well, I would say you know if you they, really like the series, watch the movie trilogy just to watch it because there's some really nice, cool new animation. Yeah, but the story gets all horked up. Like it's really they not cut out a lot of well. cool stuff. They cut out way too much cool stuff. They cut <laughs> out Shard saying, "I'm here to laugh at you for Christ's sake," <laughs> which is one of the best. Things one of the ever. best lines ever. One of the greatest. Memes I came here to laugh history. at you, right? Yeah, if you ever seen that meme online, I came here to laugh at you. That's from Zeta Gundam. <laughs> That's reason enough to watch it. Um, yeah. So the movies Tamino did them way later. They were done in like 2015. Yeah, they're like they very were like way new. later. They have newer animation in parts. But they put this weird, like... It's not blended very well. No, but they put that weird, like, filter there's over a, it to the, make it yeah, look, like, crusty. Yeah, there's a weird grain filter to make it look and like And if you have, like... I had just bought a new 4K TV before we watched them, and it just looks like fucking shit. It looks <laughs> like, so much worse than the Blu-ray of Zeta. Yeah, like, the Blu-ray of Zeta, like, cleaned up super looks nice. Good. Looks pretty money. It doesn't look... I don't think it's as cleaned up as the Blu-ray of Gundam was. Maybe that's a film versus videotape thing. I think the Gundam movies cleaned up are probably the nicest yeah, they're, thing they're I've probably seen the nicest. for old Gundam. Yeah. Oh, man, they look good. They're pretty. Well, I mean, yeah, some of the animation is what it is, but yeah, they're pretty. Anyway, the the movies, the Zeta movies, a new translation. Um, the new animation is cool. They change the story a lot. They move stuff around. They cut stuff out, as you said. They also change the ending, like, entirely. Like, it can't... Unlike the first movie trilogy... 
that you know you could kind of debate whether that's canon or the original series. Yeah, it's a little bit, and it's not not that big a deal. Not that big a between deal. the two, you can kind of take either. You can't with this. If if the story went down this way, you could not even have Double Zeta Gundam. It's true, and you. I don't even know if you've had Charles Connor attack. Like you just, I don't think any of that would have happened. Like the rest of the UC couldn't exist. It's true at this point, right? Maybe by the time weird. you get to victory, um, or F ninety one. So yeah, I don't. I don't recommend that movie trilogy. I really don't. Nah. Like I, was, I said, it's a. I was not better off for watching it. It's like Igloo last week. You know, like check it out if you're. You just want to get in on all things Gundam. You want to check everything out. But for UC stuff especially, just dump it way near the bottom of your list. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so the series, fortunately, the series is a lot better. Unfortunately, the series is a lot longer. So you are going to have to buckle down and watch the series if you really want to get the story. You ain't got shit to do. Um, and yeah, I don't really think we have time for Double Zeta. So next, next week, week, we will pick up with Double Zeta and uh, Char's Counterattack and... It's probably all we'll be able to get through next week, so uh, we'll see. Yeah, Maybe that's a, Unicorn, that's but that's probably Especially it. Especially Shars Counterattack. There's a lot of there's a lot of meat there to. There's a lot of things to discuss with Shars Counterattack, um, and there's a lot of things to discuss with Zeta. I got a lot of thoughts about Zeta or Double Zeta, I should say. So, anyway, that's our deep dive into Gundam for today. Uh, I believe you have a uh, topic you wanted to uh, rant a little bit about. Okay, so. I was dicking around, reading some stuff on the interwebs, maybe a month ago. I can't really remember. But I came across this article. There was about, the gist of it was like rethinking the hero's journey for modern times. And when you get, like, when you hear from modern times, it's always terrible, right? I mean, like, you know, alarm bells go off. That just means it's awful. So anyway, if you're not familiar with the hero's journey, it's basically the blueprint to everything you enjoy. More or less. It's the original Star Wars. Yeah, like every single story. Like, I forget the guy's name. I should have looked it up first. Uh, Joseph Campbell. Oh, was it Joseph Campbell? See, your giant brain's good for Here with a thousand phases. Yeah, it's basically the uh, Joseph Campbell wrote this like paper ages ago about how like. I have the book. I haven't read the whole thing yet. Yeah, like humans basically enjoy like like, a couple kinds of stories. You know, like a set amount of stories. And like, this is the blueprint to like, you know. For universal appeal, basically. Yeah, it's again, it's it's literally Star Wars. The original Star Wars is the hero's journey. Like Luke Skywalker's journey in the original Star Wars is the hero's journey. Yeah, like fucking. And if you extend it out through the original trilogy, that's the hero's journey. If you extend it out to the sequel trilogy, you already fucked up. Don't do that. (laughs) So anyway, like I'm not gonna bore you with the entire thing, but it was basically your stock. Why would we have like a hero's journey when we could just make the character Mary Sue that blames everything on white people? That was the gist of the article, like 100%. So anyway, it got me to thinking on how like basically every useless diversity hire in Hollywood has adapted to this like Mary Sue that's great at everything and is completely unrelatable to any real person. But like Japan basically... They've doubled down on it because like in the late 90s, early 2000s, shit got kind of edgelord. Yeah, I mean, like they did. Shonen they st- was always shonen, but you're. Yeah, you're like a lot of stuff got kind of edgelord. You know, you had these weird, unlikable characters. Overly nihilistic. Yeah, like super nihilistic. You'd watch a whole show and, and it would just like end in like the worst way. And, and some like- of that could be 
translation bias like that was the shit they thought the u.s would like she got it over here and there could have been other stuff you know it's hard maybe to in judge. some of them but yeah, there was some stuff judge. where i'm positive it was just bad <laughs> like, oh no no i know what was but my i think my point is they could have been rolling with some of the the more classic stuff over in japan and you just didn't get it over here that's true apart from shonen because shonen's always going to show and i'm not saying they and were shonen stuff is almost always classic hero's journey yeah but I'm not saying, like, everything was like that. But, like, I watched a lot of fucking anime back then. And, you know, it started falling off a little bit. But then as American stuff started to fall off, like, it seemed like in the last 10 years, especially the last five years, they have fucking, like, doubled down hard. Like, every single, like, thing that's come out that's super popular, like Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen, fucking... um. What was that thing I was just talking about? Uh, I always forget the name of it. Black Clover. Yep. All that stuff that's like been big in the last few years. I mean, I can name literally all of them. It's all gone back to like classic hero's journey, like super like universal tropes that like everyone enjoys. And I like Japan has a way of like taking other people's stuff and distilling it down to it's like. Like, absolute essence, right? I mean, they do that with everything. Like, autistic detail. And, and like I said, I've said a lot, is um, it's more about... It's like shonen stuff, right? It's, it's about the execution. It's about the characters. Because a lot of the stories, it's going to be tropes. It's going to be repeats. It's going to be the same pattern. Well, like, take- But the pattern is so solid that as long as you have good window dressing around that oh yeah they've distilled it down to perfection that's what makes the show good take basically black clover yep and jujutsu kaisen yep like when i watched like both heroes journey i watched a ton of black clover and then when jujutsu kaisen came out i was like oh man this is the same fucking thing but then i watched the first episode and i was like god damn hooked and they get me every time yeah and like if you take all the characters away and just describe to somebody what both those shows are about Basically the same it's the thing. Same with One Piece. It's the same with Naruto. No, it's but the same like with Bleach. Oh yeah, those two especially though. It's like oh, like part of me is possessed by a demon. Blah blah blah. I gotta demon Slayer. With, I gotta like talk this de- exactly. I gotta talk this demon into like helping me out because we kind of want the same yep. thing. Blah blah blah. You know, same fucking thing. But like they've distilled it down to a point where it's just like I can't say no. Like if it's written well, it's just fucking good. It's because like, I the, can't stop. Just because the bones are the same, the bones are good. And it shows you what really matters. Like, it's not necessarily about the plot itself being, you know, so unique and cool and edgy or whatever. You can dress it up differently. And it's it's like how there's five songs, right? That old saying, right? Oh, yeah. There's so only true. like five songs. It's the same idea. It's the same idea. But it's like, why would you take... I mean, these things are obvious things. Why would you fuck with the baseline formula? Yeah, it just amazes me. And like every time they do it, I'm like, and what's interesting too, like they have like the perfect, like they could just keep doing like Shonen Trash forever and I would buy it because it's always good. It always has all that solid shit I love, relatable characters, blah, blah, blah. But they also have, they'll bust like an Attack on Titan out of their ass where it's like something crazy that no one's like i mean i'm sure it copies some stuff but it's like kind of out of nowhere but that's a smart subversion right because it's hero's journey and then a flip from turning the hero to the villain yeah but they do it so well but it's smart and that's a that's a trope too that's been done a million million times. times everything's been done there's only so many stories 
but you can recombine things in such a way that it's still interesting and it still hooks you. And by using a a tried and true formula that has worked for thousands of years since Greek and Roman times, kids, it works and it works for a fucking reason. Yeah, for everything because. Because I keep expecting to not like it. Storytelling serves an evolutionary purpose. It's always good. I'm not an evolutionary biologist, right? But it's true, yeah. It serves an evolutionary purpose, and the reason we like the stories, and we really like stories in similar, that do work in similar ways and have similar patterns, is because that is actually evolutionarily beneficial. Absolutely. right. You learn something of value from those stories. Which is why... When you get to like all this, like everything made in America in the last five years, it's like, uh, you know what my too much of it. No, you know what the best fucking thing is, Mulan. Oh yeah, they fucked me and my sister used to watch. My sister was obsessed with that when we were kids. Yeah, like it's a good movie. And I used to like I'd watch it with her, right? And the whole fucking thing was about like she's taking her dad's place. To like fight, so she like joins the army. She's pretending to be a boy, and she has to fucking like work so hard and fucking kill herself just to be a mediocre enough like um, soldier yeah, just soldier. to get by. Like she, she could barely keep up with the dudes, and then she can eventually do something heroic because she is so goddamn tenacious and she has her own skills. Exactly. Yep. And then in the fucking garbage live action one they did, she was just not only was she a bullshit kung fu Mary Sue. But like the reason, <laughs> the reason where she wasn't awesome the whole time was basically the patriarchy. <laughs> it's never her fault. Yeah, it's yeah, it's terrible. like you're the most hollow, shitty character, character that like literally no one can identify. Well, with. think about this: as a human, again, evolutionarily, right? As a human, what are you going to learn from watching somebody who is just automatically the best at everything without any struggle? What kind of story is that? Why do you think Kira Yamato sucked? That's right. I'm going to go seed on your ass. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Fuck you. I just typed Just automatically the best at everything. (laughs) Like such a miserable Such a marriage suit. And God, I hated that show. That show wasn't as egregious as something like Mulan, the new Mulan. No, no, not at all. Um, At all. Because there is some adversity there, but nowhere near the same. Nowhere near the same. There's a lot of seed that's good. I'm not completely shitting on it, but man, I hated Kira (laughs) Oh, I, I they're cool. There are tons of cool side characters. Blah blah. blah. You know, like, Hero Yui is a better main character than him. And Hero <laughs> Yui, so true. Sorry, hot take here. Also, not a great main character. <laughs> no. But anyway, Gundam Wing works because a lot of the other Gundam kids are way cooler than Hero is. Anyway, Gundam the terrorists. <laughs> it is Gundam the terrorists. <laughs> Whatever. But anyway, we'll get there eventually. I just I found it fascinating that like they've gone so far as to try to subvert the hero's journey, even though it's been proven over thousands of years. That's what people want. It's because people are that's what people enjoy. It's being written by talentless hacks. Yeah, it's just sad. It's gone that far. They just don't understand. They don't understand that you could get in all the things you want to get in there, all the, the, the diversity and whatever else you want to get in there. You can do that. They've also been doing that for 100 years. Yes. And still make it a hero's journey. Absolutely. Right. Animation's been doing that, but I mean, look at like Shazam. That was the, the the thing at the time, right? It was like, look at Shazam and then look at this. And then people say, well, but that was a white kid that was the main character. Yeah, but look <laughs> at the whole family and they all had the powers and it was great. It worked. Like, ah, it's dumb. Shazam was probably, the, aside from Joker, is probably the best thing DC's done. Uh, for From a movie standpoint? For just a solidly written movie. Agreed. I mean, it's between those two and like the new Suicide Squad, right? Yeah, that was also good. 
That was like barely good though. That was like bootstraps. Shazam was like written well. Like that was an yes. excellent movie. I don't. I it don't had disagree. everything that like an old Disney movie had. You know what yeah. I mean? Like we're not gonna get a review of Shazam, but yeah, I agree with you that that by trying to do something other than the classic hero's journey for, and we're talking about genre stuff here, right? Like we're not talking about, you know, deep art house pieces or certain, you know, there's, there's valid ways to do. There's other kinds of stories, a hundred percent, but for your standard fan, what you're trying to do for standard, you know, pulp and it is pulp entertainment and pulp sci-fi and fantasy and whatever else. Yep. Stick to the motherfucking hero's journey. And you can subvert a little bit. You can attack a Titan a little bit. You can do some different stuff there. But don't completely change the formula. Don't have the main character be awesome. It's my problem with everything Sword Art Online after the first one. Oh, yeah. And I'm not, like, I'm not saying I dislike the them and think they're terrible because I don't. I think I, I like a lot of Sword Art Online. But, like, the first series is great. I think it's great. Right, My only it, bitch about is it, it it ushered in video game Isekai. Yeah, but I can't I can't so hard. blame the originator of something for that. I know. And it's not technically not the originator of that at all, but it was the popularizer of that. Oh my right? god, it was just a flood after I that. I get it. But because I mean fuck Tron exists, right? So when you go way back. <laughs> you know it's funny, I never thought of that. It's a thing. Hundred percent right. Right. Um but he had the hero's journey in the first season. Oh, 100%. Well, it was the first arc in, I, I don't remember what it was called, but the first game he was stuck in, because the first season also has the, the second game, which is not as interesting. But yeah, it had that arc. It had that hero's journey arc. Yep. Yeah, he was better than you would. But I mean, was he any better than someone like fucking Paul Atreides is in Dune, who's all of a sudden awesome at everything? Like, But there's a hero's journey there. There's suffering, there's sorrow. And he, he trained hard, kid, man. And there's a lot of training. Right, so those, you, those Fremen beat that. his ass. But my point is, you can have someone that is extremely good. It's not like your main character has to be struggle and always be the underdog. It's just that there has to be some level of that in there. You know, the the villain has to to ask to actually be better than your damn character to be a threat to the character. If you Captain Marvel that shit, <laughs> and the villain just gets slapped around every five seconds, uh. it's not interesting. It's not interesting. Nope, it's certainly... Unless you're going for comedy. Again, unless you're doing a completely different genre and you're going for comedy, and then maybe it can work. Anyway, Base Japan has it distilled down to a science, a delicious spirit, and America just keeps, I don't know, shitting their pants. That's because Japan still hires on merit and retains on sales. Mm -hmm. And America does not. (laughs) Wah, wah, wah. We're going to get back there. Don't worry about it. Anyway... Fuck all that, because it's time to go to Jesus Town. It is time to go to Jesus Town, because boy, do we got to talk about the Tokusatsu classic. I'm gonna call it a classic. I'll fight anybody who says it isn't. We're gonna prove it's a classic right now. Mechanical Violator Hakaider. Is there Hero's Journey in there? Um, anti-hero's journey, maybe. Kind of. (laughs) It's a very short movie. Yeah, I don't know. There is. There's. I feel like he is the hero. Oh, he's the he is the hero in this story. For sure he is the hero in this story. Well, I mean, obviously, but there isn't like a solid I don't know if anybody's really a good guy in this one. <laughs> just just because you're not the good guy doesn't mean you're not the hero, right? Oh, he's definitely the it's hero. It's a classic anti-hero. He's the main character. Classic maybe. anti-hero, right? So what the hell is Hokkaider? So if anybody what the, knows anything What the about, hell is Hokkaider? <laughs> Sorry, I always say Hokkaider. I don't know. You really want to know to be in there. Um No, I've been doing that for years. 
Like every time I mention, I'm like Hokai. Like we there must be something. Drunk a lot. I don't know. There must be something else that's like you just like something. them hoes. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> it's Hawkeider. Haha, <laughs> jokes. H a k a i d e r. The mechanical violator. So if anybody knows anything about back in the day Tokusatsu or even some anime, um, Mar- so I was, Tokusatsu. I was almost gonna say Cyborg 009, and then my brain went, "You're an idiot." We're talking about Kakaider. Yes. So Kakaider. Back in the seventies, Tokusatsu show had a couple, couple seasons, couple different series, whatever. I haven't watched them, but I've seen clips. All right, I don't even know if you can get it over here. To tell you the truth, I'm sure with the internet, anything Kikaider? is possible. Kikaider, the original seventies Tokusatsu Kikaider. Uh, I have like one of the not newer, but like the animated stuff you can ones. get. Yeah, the animated stuff is out there. And they did a newer movie, too. I'm going to go um, fucking scour the internet. And you remember they did a newer movie because when we were watching Kamen Rider Gaim, they did a weird crossover with Kakaider. Oh, friggin yeah. Kakaider was in that Gaim yes. with his crazy like brain head version. Yeah, brain head. Which was the original version. right? So Hakaider was a villain in the original Kakaider. And he was a very popular villain. And Kakaider's just a cyborg. It's like a future-looking cyborg. He's like... Bluish green on one side, red on the other. Sometimes he's just straight blue. Sometimes he's green. It's it's like a greenish blue. Whatever. Red. Right? And he's the he's the main character. And Hakaider is the, the all-black cyborg with yellow accents, gold accents, whatever. And, like, a weird brain thing that you can see at the top. And in, in this, you, you only see that near the end as, a, like, a shining through thing. He normally just looks like he's got a black helmet on. Yeah. Um. Anyway, classic tokusatsu. Um. You know, guys in ridiculous, you know, foam costumes. Oh, yeah, it's so bad. Um, You know, silly special effects, fucking fireworks everywhere. Um, More <laughs> fucking P90s than an SG team could ever dream of. did a guy get his arm blown off and they just stick, yes. they just stick a sparkler in the end of yes. it? Yes, <laughs> that, that happens at some point. Don't worry so, about it. So good. Heads getting blown off, <laughs> crushed. Anyway, he's a cyborg. They it's like there's this like team of treasure hunters. Yeah, it's like these weird scavengers. treasure hunters, and then they roll up into this like Bunker. oh my god the map paintings. Like it is from 1995, so they have like the special effects budget is like less than my allowance. It's a dollar back fifty. Then. Yeah, it's terrible. yeah, it's like so bad. They don't even use they, like CG doesn't really exist. They there's use some really bad CG. They times, use like these yeah. really. I mean, they're good map paintings. Like if you don't know They're map not painting, composited well. No. If you don't know what a map painting is, it's like all the backgrounds in Star Wars, basically. Yeah. They just like put up giant plates of glass and they paint a background on it. And then they they, they overlay the film on it or film through it or you know, they It's do actually fucking techniques. amazing if you've oh, ever seen one in person. The skill is crazy to make these things. Yeah, it's wild. They but, didn't composite them very well. The pa- the whatever the paintings are amazing, spell, but, like, but they're like wicked fantasy style it's not stitched together well and it doesn't they look shimmer. real it's, at all yeah it's, it's like if you see bad green screening it's kind of like it's that. so bizarre but anyway they show a shot of that and then these like treasure hunters go into this like it's a bunker it's like an underground crazy bunker. castle bunker thing and then they're looking for treasure and they have like all these like crappy like it's like PVC pipe with shit taped to it. Like oh, one of them is just a straight up metal detector. <laughs> yeah, like metal doesn't operate de- like a metal detector, but it's a metal detector. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. And they go and pull open the 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 vault in this bunker, and there's just a dude sitting there in yeah. a leather jacket. Oh no, he's not just sitting there with leather jacket. He and has like eight hundred pounds of chains yes. on him, and they're all shitty giant plastic chains. But you have to pretend they're eight hundred pounds. Don't worry about it. The big chains. But anyway, 
they're like, what the fuck is this? Why is this guy sitting here? And then they just like start unloading on him. They have like a million guns. They just start smoking his ass. And then all of a sudden he's Hokkaido and, and then he's you, like tearing people's heads off. And then you better not have fucking any sort of epilepsy because you're going to seize out because it's, it's got that ridiculous they clearly strobe. Had, well, they had no money. So they clearly no. they used every like indie movie thing in every the book. Every fucking trick in the book. So like during that like the scene where he's just decapitated. If you've ever seen Psycho Gorman, I mean for the love of God, see Psycho <laughs> Gorman because it's modern. This is like the the precursor to Psycho Gorman, except the effects are way worse. Oh yeah, exactly. They definitely watched this movie and they made Psycho Gorman. Oh yeah, this is classic. Because it's the exact same thing. Satsu. Regardless, so then after he's done murdering all these people and giving me like epilepsy. Oh my god, the motorcycle. Yeah. Yes. He has the motorcycle. Like, he doesn't just have a motorcycle. He has an epic hog. Like, you know, old school Harley style. It's probably a Honda, but it looks Kawasaki like it, it looks yeah. like a Harley. And it's like just chained down with a million chains. Like they like put him in there, chained him down with a leather jacket. And they on. all and they and all melt they off except a couple on. of them. Yes, yeah, so they all just melt off. So his bike can look cool with extra chains. Oh god. And then he just doesn't like he he like breaks and he's got the, an awesome sawed off pump action shotgun. Oh, that's a magic shotgun because yes. that does some shit. Son. Oh, oh, that shotgun has normal shotgun shells, but <laughs> it is magic. It doesn't really run out of ammo, even though it has ammo, and it just does magical shit. Like, like blow the turret off a. I won't even say a tank. Seeking bullets. That's not a tank, sir. It's a that van. was a van. <laughs> it's like that a was van. a motherfucking like. It's a van with some like PVC shit stuck. To that the was top. like the. The van that they would use to like transport the couple extra kids to school <laughs> right. that they didn't want to waste a school bus on. Oh god! Except they strapped a really shitty turret on top of it's it. It's not even a team. So anyway, for some reason, he decides he needs to go to Jesus Town and I don't know, kill the guy in charge. Like he just they, expl- takes they off. actually explain that later. Yes, but yeah, he just like he's just take off. He does an epic burnout and breaks yeah. the chains. I know it's amazing. That's what he does. And then he ends up at like a checkpoint with a fat Australian guy. Yeah, so a lot of this is clearly filmed in Australia. Um, It's got a very Mad Max look going on. Yeah, it really does. It's actually really cool. Um, Yeah. And so Jesus Town has um, it's got a couple things going on. First of all, it's called Jesus Town. It's called Jesus Town. Straight up. Um, It's got a guy in charge with a weird bird skeleton, like a giant. What would you think that thing is? It's like a an osprey or a heron or whatever the hell it is. It's a bird skeleton on his shoulder. Um, yeah, I don't know. And he just wants, you know, he wants to everybody to live in peace. And he's going to do it through lobotomies and drugs and whatever else to, to keep the populace compliant, right? So evil t- totalitarian dickhead. And he's got a robot of his own, right, to enforce the peace. Michael, Mikhail. Yeah, they right? get into like some Christian allegory here. They, oh, yeah, they definitely do. <laughs> Because Michael's um, like Archangel style. He's got mad wings. He's got the one wing on the side. And he uses it to cut people, whatever. The there's, only, a lot of, there's a lot of feathers going on. The only thing they spent money on in this entire production was the two like suits. Michael oh, yeah. and Hokkaido. They look great. The suits are fucking awesome. Uh, well, they look tokusatsu great. Like They look great. For mid-90s tokusatsu, they look great. I, I think they're great. Oh, I think they're great. I'm just saying, if you're used to something as good as like the Iron Man suit, it's oh, not as good on. as that. Like, exactly. You know what we're talking about. Like... Mid nineties hey, tokusatsu man. man. Not everybody's a fine nineties tokusatsu connoisseur. I am a coinosaur. <laughs> um, I mean, they they definitely put more money into them than they put into like literally Power Rangers else. in the nineties, right? Like it's just it's better quality. Um, 
Anyway, there's also a group of like rebels in in Jesus Town. Yeah, they're rebelling against Jesus Town in general. Yeah, and the general totalitarian bullshit. Like the, I said, they're, they're lobotomizing this. people. They're doing all sorts of horrible things. They're keeping kids in cages. It's awful. <laughs> Not kids in cages. Yeah, it's you know, it's like you're on the southern border. Anyway, um, so Hakider shows up. And basically, he's almost unstoppable, unkillable, and he just has a reign of terror, basically. Tearing his way Goddamn through Jesus Town. a lot of idiots in Jesus Town. Yeah. So anyway, I won't get into any more spoilers after that. Um, there's even a Kakaider reference going on later. Yes, With is. some pretty cool, even if it's, again, composited poorly, um, stop motion animation that they do later that's kind of cool. Oh, um, yeah, the fucking... Um, reminds me a little bit... The Claymation is really good. It, it reminds me a little bit of um, Robocop 2. The Claymation is actually better than any other effect in the entire movie. From a technical difficulty standpoint, I agree. It looks better. 100%. Yes. Because, I mean, Jesus Christ. Like, the rest of it is, stuff. like... PBC. And there's some weird allegory shit going on with, like, the white walls where you break them open. They have, like, red tubes in them. Oh yeah, that's weird. It's just it's <laughs> there's some shit going there's on. There's a lot of shit going on. Um anyway, what do you like about Hakaider? What don't I uh for this is complicated because I have to do the what I don't like about it. Like I have to we'll do, do that the first. Sure. I, no, but I have to do the what's bad about it with the what's good about it because they're the same thing. <laughs> they're the same time, they know rules. Okay. Probably some of the worst acting I've ever seen outside of like a high school fucking play. Just Awful. Hey, Hakaider's great because he doesn't <laughs> fucking say anything. Um, but what's good is he has one facial expression. The guy, the yes, the guy that plays Hakaider when he's not in his suit is like he has the greatest like deadpan facial expression. He'll just like look up like, oh. He's also <laughs> the manliest man. Um, the manliest man, except when Kaoru, like the main character chick, was standing right next to him. I think he was a little bit shorter, which is hilarious. I didn't say he was giant. This is Japan, sir. No <clears throat> I know, he's a manly sorry. man, but I just thought that was funny that they didn't even bother, like, making him look bigger. Filming and it, tiny. so, like, you know, he looked no, taller. They didn't have time for that. <clears throat> Regardless. Um, Whoever's in the suit is definitely, I'm pretty sure it's not the same guy, because the guy in the suit is definitely beefier. Ah, the suit might make him look beefy. It's possible, but Either I don't way. know. I'm not so sure. But anyway, regardless, doesn't matter. <clears throat> um, special effects budget like a dollar. Some of the crappiest, like just backyard done special effects I've ever seen. Literally, a guy gets his blo- arm blown off. And they like they have they like tape it up and it's stick weird. a sparkler in the end. It's weird because there's occasionally really good, clever special effects where you're like. That's pretty good. Some are good, like um, that's pretty neat. But when, some of it is like just terrible. No, but when he's riding up to Jesus Town, they're shooting at him, and he gets the like bullet in his head. Yes, and he doesn't even stop. That's like a really good special effect because it like glows and shit. There's they some just, stuff that's really good and something they that's really spend bad. their money in weird places. It's just strange. It's not very consistent at all. It's like watching Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. When you true. get to that scene where he's fighting Killmonger at the end, you're like. Who, what, how is this allowed in a Marvel movie? Or any fucking DC movie, like, God. Yeah, right. Like, zero special effects budget. What happened? Regardless. But both those things are what makes it fucking great. Like, it is one of the most entertaining things you'll ever watch. And it's so short. It's so short. The extended director's cut is an hour and 19 minutes. And not credits. And the writing is actually good. Like, it's It's a a nice, super simple, super stock story 
Um, uh, it, like, I can't say that the dialogue is bad because the translation. Like, who the fuck who knows? knows? Like, but it, that doesn't really matter. It's yeah, just it really it's, doesn't matter. It's so ridiculous, so over the top, so like satisfyingly entertaining. It's just Hokkaido like going to fucking town on these idiots, and the only one who even heads off. He's doing such stuff. And they had like they do such wacky shit to try to make it look less o- low budget, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, like tons of shaky cam. You you mentioned the um, you know him going ham on all the the soldiers and stuff. I like their costumes. They did a good job with low budget costumes for them. I couldn't I couldn't tell if they were supposed to be robots or if they were supposed to. Yeah, be Yeah, there's some juicy like head bits. I guess when he punches yeah. them off. I think the idea is that. They get chips inserted in their heads to make them basically not human. Uh, so they act yeah, like robots. No, but you're they right. Are, they do you're have right. a juicy it core. Makes sense. But that yeah. doesn't, it's not consistent because sometimes, listen, he shoots heads off and like feathers pop out sometimes. Don't question it. There's, there's symbolism, man. It's deep. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, this whole Black Knight dream symbolism. Oh, yeah. Ka- Karu keeps having this crazy dream that like she's got black wings for some reason and he's like a like crazy like fantasy knight like on a horse <laughs> like uh, it's wild i don't know but it is a solid hour and like whatever 10 minutes 19. Hour with 19. credits yeah with credits and that's the extended director's cut <laughs> yeah so it's a solid hour of entertainment and i mean you'll never be more entertained like sit back like as long as you have any sort of love for old tokusatsu stuff you're gonna love it There's even no if you don't you like tokusatsu it. stuff go in raw it's the best way you don't know what you're even expecting if you just want to mostly make fun of it it's entertaining to do that oh that's what i mean it's just, there's ways you can do that it's too. a hilarious clown show and it's just so fucking entertaining like i just it, i love every second and besides of it. don't you want to know what the fate of jesus town is <laughs> yeah it is i know i do grab a beer light up a joint do whatever you like to do when you watch movies but oh my god you will enjoy it so good. I can't recommend it more. Recommend it more highly. And is it streaming somewhere? It's on Tubi for free. It's on Tubi for free. At least in the U.S., it's on Tubi for free. Right. If you now. don't watch it, you're a fucking maniac asshole. Yeah, I agree. It's so short and it's it's so entertaining. Just I can't really add anything to what you said. It's it is what it is. That's it, man. If you don't watch it, you're a sucker. Anyway, yeah. that's pretty much it. So we'll catch you next week. And remember, children, self-reliance is the only true freedom. Well, that's all for today, everyone. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning into another episode of the Gaijin Animation Appreciation Hour. Please remember to like and subscribe. And may your entertainment be always, well, entertaining. <laughs>